0: This is Dropped Among This Crowd, a podcast that dives into the music and community of improvisational progressive rock band, Umphreys McGee. Each week will feature a rotating schedule of insightful full show recaps, interviews with fellow Umphreaks, members of Team UM, as well as other musicians who have been inspired by and or played with the band. This is your place for all the latest news and happenings within the world of Humphreys, helping keep you informed on what's been recently released or where you can catch the next show. I'm your host, Sarah Jahimiak. Thanks for joining me as we dive in. Are you prepared for what comes next? Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me for this week of Dropped Among This Crowd. I hope that you were able to check out last week's episode where I chatted with the amazing, beautiful, and inspiring Mary Welch Fox Stasek and Annie Bayliss about the recently completed 100 day challenge that they were running. It was such a pleasure sitting down with these ladies and talking about what a wonderful experience it was to do this challenge alongside each other and all of the other amazing people that were a part of it. Really looking forward to the next one and hopefully you will join us and make some positive change in your own life, whatever that may look like. If you missed our conversation, there is a link in the show notes where you can give it a listen or check out the video. Thank you again to Mary and Annie for taking the time to be on the show. Love you so much, ladies. Thank you for being such an inspiration and bringing this positivity to the community. Real quick, everyone just wanted to remind you on behalf of headcount.org to make sure that you are registered to vote. If you don't know, headcount.org is a nonpartisan organization that uses the power of music to register voters and promote participation in democracy. Their voter registration drives at more than a thousand live events each year and their collaborations with cultural leaders have helped to promote civic engagement on a national scale. Since 2004, they've signed over 600,000 voters through their work with touring musicians. If you're registered to vote already, make sure your information is correct and you know the right polling place to head to on November 3rd. If you're voting by mail, make sure to get your ballots mailed early so that they get to where they need to be on time. Encourage your family, friends, whoever else in your life to make sure that they are registered to vote and head to the polls on November 3rd. Whatever your viewpoint of all the things going on in our country right now, I think that we can all agree that the way things are going are not working and we need some serious change for all of us. So please make sure you get your ass registered and vote. On Tuesday November 3rd you can register to vote check your status and more by heading to headcount.org or by following the link in the show notes a quick recent announcement for you guys in case you did not hear Brennan and Jake will be live from the lot Friday October 16th at boomers stadium in Schaumburg Illinois I'm sure I crucified the name of that city. (laughs) It took me a couple tries uh, to try and even sort of get it right. (laughs) Tickets already went on sale for this last Thursday, October 1st. So I'm sure that it's sold out by this point. But there is a link in the show notes where you can find all of the information you need. Very excited to hear how this evening goes and what they play. Fingers crossed for a live stream. Wanted to also provide a quick update about the Got Your Song Right Here eBay auction. I was able to chat with the guy that won the bid, a 33-year-old man from Chicago, an Umphreys McGee fan for about five years. The winner told me that the As Of Now untitled song will have a No Diablo vibe with a little ounce and will also have lyrics. He gave the band the majority of the creativity, but did want the song to be about growing up in Chicago, seeing a ton of shows with a crew rolling 30 or 40 deep. And now with so many of those people living in different places, you're lucky to get a few friends together to go to a show. A theme of never forgetting the good times that we had together, even though we're all far apart still together something that the entire band can definitely relate to the winner told me that he wanted the band to take their time and really wanted them to do the song justice the band is working on another song thanks to mark sultan of fuchs who rallied the troops 109 to be exact each throwing down $100 to match the eBay winning bid of $10.2,000. According to Mark, the group voted on the song having five sections and ended up being about the life of a velociraptor, which also relates to the life of an umfreak. The ideas that were presented to the band were starting with hatching from the egg. In a beautiful jungle to some teenage angst to dancing like there is no tomorrow as a metal meteor shower hits of course those details are not meant to be followed a hundred percent but i think that's some pretty interesting stuff to go off of to make this song the group also suggested the song being called clever girl a quote from jurassic park and asking that everyone sings a little. The group is hoping the song will have lyrics, but are leaving the magic up to the band. Also very excited to hear this tune when it's completed. Quick, in case you did not know, Mark Salton was a guest on the show recently, episode 110. I will link that in the show notes, in case you wanted to check that out. Really great conversation with Mark. He talks about all sorts of stuff, including the recently released EP for Fuchs. Congratulations to Mark and the other guys. Visionary Vortex was recently released onto Spotify and Apple. Recorded at Jake's Boondock Studio, which no doubt was a very awesome experience. Mark talks about that in our conversation and if you haven't listened to visionary vortex yet there are some links in the show notes where you can check it out and one more really quick announcement before we get into everything this week i am organizing a putting air quotes up here basket auction type of thing to raise funds for the umphreys crew Now, this started out as me having some extra unopened Umphreys records and podcast merchandise that I was going to put together in a basket and, you know, auction it off, raffle it off or whatever. Um, But now it's turned into a huge community-supported event so many amazing people, artists, creatives, and more have reached out to me and have or are sending me um just absolutely amazing items. I, I knew that this community was full of amazing people and amazing artists and creatives. And I'm still blown away by the things that people have sent me messages about and said, I have this or I will make this and I will donate it. It's just... It's been absolutely amazing. Um, I'm so excited to show everyone what is up for grabs. This is going to be seriously an awesome thing, not only for the crew to be able to raise some money for them, but there's going to be some really awesome shit up for grabs. Um, If you are interested in donating something, I am collecting items until October 15th. Um so if you're listening when this airs on the 6th and you have something that you would like to contribute, please feel free to reach out to me. Um how you can do that um is in the show notes if we're friends on social or whatever too, feel free to reach out and let me know. I'm very excited to be doing this and grateful for all of the wonderful folks in the community that seriously wasted no time. I wrote one post and said, hey, this is what I'm doing. Does anybody have something they'd like to include? And the response was incredible. The amount of people that did not hesitate and were like, yes, I want to contribute something to this. So I'm super excited to do this. um, And I would love to have something of your art if you're listening and you make something um, or perhaps have an extra print laying around that you don't want. Um, you know, Feel free to reach out to me and we'll chat more about it. I'm super excited to do this and I'm super excited to bring you guys everything we're going to be auctioning off and how amazing it turns out and how much money we raise for this absolutely amazing and hardworking crew. This week I am very pleased to welcome Ryan Stasek back to the show. One morning a couple weeks ago, Ryan and I quickly caught up and chatted about the drive-in shows wrapped in the round, homeschooling, nether, new music the band is working on. The second time this has come up because Bayless, who was recently on the show, mentioned this as well. I'll link that chat in the show notes if you missed it. Ryan also jokes about the self-help book that he wrote, but actually shares some very sound life advice so much fun chatting and catching up with him over coffee before we both had to really get our hands into the day with kiddos and such thank you so much to ryan for taking the time to chill with me it's always great to see you and i also wanted to thank ryan again for the awesome cameo that he made for leah and i for the release of conduit magazine that was awesome and if you didn't see it Check out our Instagram page, and it's on there. It's very awesome of him to do that. In case you didn't know, Ryan has been on the show before, episode 73 and 74, which I will link in the show notes. Some absolutely hilarious stories in those two episodes, like putting pennies in his mouth to avoid getting in trouble with cops for underage drinking while seeing Carl Engelman's band. Yeah, (laughs) seriously some good stuff and even if you've heard that conversation it's a great re-listen. Ryan also mentions his buddy Kevin Castles and his project that he's been working on with listening to every Umphrey show from the beginning and you know listening to the progression of songs and how they grow and change and all this other stuff. An impressive thing I think. Kevin was also on the show talking about that and a ton of other awesome stuff, and I will link that in the show notes as well if you wanted to give that a watch or a listen. Ryan's conversation is just one of a few that are going to be coming your way in the next couple of weeks about the experience of the drive-in shows from a couple of different perspectives as well as my recap of the two nights, so be on the lookout for all of that. Do you have a small business that makes shirts, pins, jewelry, sweet prints, or sells other interesting products that you think peeps would like to purchase? Is your band looking to get some attention from fellow music-loving them freaks? Maybe you provide an awesome service that can make folks' lives better or easier and want some like-minded clientele? Or perhaps you're looking to hire some cool people to work with. Let Dropped Among This Crowd help you get the word out. With interviews on the show, and sponsorship packages that include ad time on the podcast, ticket giveaways, social media plugs, product reviews, and so much more, Dropped Among This Crowd can help you reach tons of fellow ump freaks, musicians, and other kind folks looking to purchase from you, work with you, and support their fellow ump family. Email pod at gmail.com if you're interested in chatting more. So here is my morning coffee chat with Ryan Stasek. Enjoy. Nice to see you. Nice to see you too. How's things? Ah, busy. Back at it. Yeah, I bet. So I
1: can rock for like a half hour with you and then I got to do the dad deeds.
0: Same. I got mom duty. So gotcha. I completely understand. I appreciate you taking this time to to chill for a minute. You guys start school yet?
1: Homeschooling here i've i've turned our back playroom into like a basically a montessori school nice but um i've got my daughter who's seven uh a friend of ours uh six or seven year old and then our two-year-old mickey so mickey's kind of in the mickey see mickey do so she's learning but it's nice they're getting a lot of one-on-one action um and care they they go to the beach they go to parks um and then when mickey's napping they do a lot of their daily work uh you know math reading and and so on but um what's great is um we don't have a backup plan and i don't think amelia even got uh was allowed to go to school so just skipping a bunch of the the bullshit like um drop-offs and pickups and then mary welch is so busy and if i do get gigs and have to leave we didn't have anybody in place so we were fortunate enough to have um a homeschool our, our nanny and Kind of our nanny she came to like Dominican watches the kids with us. She was a Montessori teacher for punky when she was a kid. um we signed her up because she was going to go to Australia, but obviously she can't travel so we're gonna try it out for a semester so my house is uh totally homeschool from eight to three, and nice. they're not on computers all day which is which was the big the one thing I didn't think I would be able to manage um especially with a two year old but um just to have punky on it um the whole day, I just kind of liked being outside and and just learning more one-on-one so hopefully it works out
0: yeah that's why we chose to do homeschool instead of doing the e-learning i didn't want my nine-year-old on a screen all day yeah i didn't want her to be plugged in like that so we're gonna do a couple couple technology things but yeah we're gonna focus on other things and real world things too we're gonna do cooking and sewing and learning Dude. how to do a checkbook. <laughs> you know,
1: that, that's it. My, my kids are six and seven and two, but that that's the morning routine. Um, So I wake up at seven, get them all, get them up and get them ready with my wife. And then she's, she's out the door pretty early. Um, And then um they cook and they clean everything. They make their own little waffles and blueberries and, and they're learning how to use the dishwasher, how to use the sink, the disposal. We just had a a close call with that. I had to teach them that that will mangle their hands if they stick it down in there. But um, they stuck the sink part all the way into the disposal and it ripped it oh, into chunks. No. I'm like, this could, this could have happened to you. So yeah. we're learning about everyday thing around the house and they keep it real clean, which is, which is cool. Yeah. yeah.
0: Important skills to learn yeah, life for skills sure. For, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That and tough. unfortunately
1: not everybody can do that right now. It's pretty, it's pretty insane. Um, I mean, even here in Charleston, they're, trying to pass a law that if you're trying to look after your kid's education and be safe about COVID-19 they now want every caregiver to have a license you got to pay to have a license just to be able to homeschool or or be a guardian or watch your kid which is I think pretty ridiculous kind of chasing for more money when people yeah. just can, people are you know there's it's hard for it's different and hard for everybody some people don't have options
0: mm-hmm mm-hmm that was my fear here in New York State. That's why I made sure I got my paperwork in like when they still couldn't decide what they were gonna do with schools and I'm like, I'm making the choice for us because I don't want them to tell me all of a sudden I can't do it now or something. Yeah. So yeah. Just, I feel much better about making the choice. and I'm excited about yeah. the year. Good. cool. It'll be awesome. So I want to talk about this past week weekend for you yeah. guys. I mean shit. That was phenomenal. Thank you. It was. Thank you. (laughs) It was so great to see you guys playing together again. So I want to ask a couple questions about in wrapped in the round first. Sure. Um, So, what was it like playing like that, all facing each other?
1: Um, anything different is is going to be awesome to me. But the thing that I I love the most was being not being a bass player standing directly in front of your drummer i Mm -hmm. love and being able to see his foot on the kick drum i can hear the snare and hat better i can feel the drums better so that was just being in a circle was uh was really cool and unique um cutting
0: oh there you go
1: did i cut out for a little
0: you did for a second there yeah
1: yeah, it was super unique to be, and I thought it was great to utilize that space the way we did, even for Ben and um, for the lights and the production. Um, still not playing to to real people um, for over six months, but um, we're you know getting used getting used to that gig. Um, but it was such a, a great warm up and build up uh, for the drive-in theaters to actually be on a on a stage and be outside and playing in front of live people, um, a large amount of live super Mm -hmm. productive while we were in the studio in the wrapped around too because we were recording and um, I think I think we have man close to 16 16 songs to choose from or build off of for for a new record so we've been we're we're really good with our time I mean it was my first flight and my first uber since March 6th or March 12th when I got sent home Wow I didn't want to drive again for like 35 hours 40 hours to chicago so it's i thought it was safe for now and, and i felt safe the the flight was empty um the only problem was is we stayed at a hotel way out west of the airport in the middle of nowhere and COVID hotels are, are different now they don't come in your room they won't come in your room no restaurants are open nothing you so i just and i didn't have a car so i was just like man anybody anybody or anybody take me to the studio and let's just hang out here let's get some beers and record and play and so i spent as much time away from the hotel and at the studio or the or the ecto center or the wrapped around uh the place we, we performed um just getting stuff done and then rehearsing and, and getting warmed up for the live shows which was awesome yeah so good. yeah
0: I, this is the second time i've heard about new music when Bayless was on the show recently, he was talking about you guys working on stuff. So that's super exciting.
1: Tons of stuff, tons of stuff, so much stuff that there's, and I keep telling him like, guys, we should just start arranging them and putting them together. So when we keep playing new shows, we have real to debut and let marinate and form into, you know, a lot of songs are, 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 better arranged and, and ready to go. And others are a little loose and have sections that aren't really flowing together. And I was like, let's let's just start performing those live and let that happen naturally and let that kind of marinate over time. Cause um, you know, everybody's been writing at home and we all have interfaces now and and, and learning how to use. Uh... So plenty of material. And uh, the only thing now would be just excuses to not debut them. <laughs>
0: Just places not to play them yet. We need yeah. we need more shows on the calendar.
1: <laughs> okay. I think it ran really smoothly. A huge shout out to all the fans. I think everybody was super smart. Everybody was safe. They were uh, kind to each other and followed the rules. I know there were a few stragglers here. In Nothing that wasn't handled uh, quickly and without, you know, opposition. Everybody was super cool. That's good. Cool. I mean, it was weird being on a, a huge stage and seeing like all these cars and everything at a drive-in because i remember drive-ins when i when i was a kid i used to go to drive-ins all the time with my folks um and then being on a boomy stage it's hard to hear but it was like man just this this excitement of being able to perform uh overpowered all of those concerns or worries
0: yeah that's that's what i was going to ask you like what the emotions that you were feeling like as you're about to walk out for the first time to play to an audience for the first time in six months like it The excitement that you guys had to have been feeling was insane. I
1: actually actually played um, a show a couple weeks before for Doom Flamingo outside, uh, safely to people here in Charleston. And I did shed a tear, like the third song in, just from being overwhelmed of seeing people's faces and remembering what it's like to play and interact uh, visually with people and see their emotion. And I was like overtaken a little bit. And I think that was all built up since we had been in. So I might have been even more finally got out there too um but uh doing the show before it was like okay okay well, we can do this again we can feel normal and feel like uh you know this is what we used to do so hopefully if it uh if all the results and i think they're positive we can start doing more of these until uh until this all passes and we're back to being normal
0: so you would be down for for doing another drive-in show
1: absolutely absolutely i don't i don't see why not um it seems like people enjoy we play some music you know as long as it's safe and as long as everyone's smart and and um and we're doing uh what everybody feels we should be doing properly and safely then then i don't see why not
0: yeah so what was your favorite moment like during the shows was there a moment maybe you saw a fan out in the crowd or something was there like a moment that really kind of stood out to you
1: yeah i i guess part of there's an uncomfortable when you and you're going to get your ears ready where you where you got to lose all of that and get back in the moment and i think that finally happened like second or third song in and that's where um i remember to stop or or over at bob and and started to just listen and look out into the crowd and get lost in the people and see how much fun they were having um so that moment um that happened uh you know just people raging on their truck beds you know bouncing up and down people i mean the excitement and pure joy that people were having of just being outside seeing live music i think brought me brought me uh, an equal amount of joy um we were a little rusty you know but we hadn't jammed on a real stage with uh, our in-ears and and in front of live people for six months so you know that's 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 that you know probably like tonight in the football game it'll be there'll be a lot of flags thrown it'll be pretty rusty you know there's no no spring training and stuff so we'll, we'll become well oiled again and and um and hopefully we can if regions of the country unfortunately i don't see us getting out west or far i mean the guys are most of the guys are in chicago i'm down in the south so who knows what uh, um, safety wise and travel wise too you just got to think about the whole group and and even the fans and, and everyone too. I know the biscuits are doing stuff up in Cape Cod, I believe up in the Northeast. And in North Carolina and, and South Carolina and, and, Georgia and Florida. So we'll see.
0: Hopefully that'd be awesome. And I'll tell you, I was watching from home and I couldn't tell if there was any rust. So no worries. Oh, thanks. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it, it, it was more of uh, you know, I'm sure we'll go back and listen to be like, Ooh, i might have blown that part but (laughs) hey that's live music you know
0: hey that's what we love about it was there anything that was a little more difficult um you know doing a show like this than like normal normal shows
1: um for me the hardest part was getting um my in-ears and the sound back to normal when you're on a a big underneath it and all the subs um it was just like a, woof, these low frequency sounds where it was, it was actually hard to even hear my own bass. Uh, low frequencies were really buzzing through my ears. Once I got my ears back to, uh, to feeling pretty good and, you know, being able to hear what other people were doing, um, uh, melodically, then, then I felt much more comfortable, but, uh, it felt, I think, uh, everyone will tell you, it felt great to get back in the driver's seat again with each other. And, and just, um, like Bayless says, feel normal, you know, like this is, oh, this is what we do.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we watched from home, but it, I mean, I was still emotional. I was crying during certain parts uh, because I would see all my friends and yeah. and just to have you guys play again, because it's such a release, you know, for me and a lot of people that I know and to not have that when the world is falling apart is hard. Yeah, so it was yeah. nice to kind of rage and get a little of yeah. all those emotions out.
1: <laughs> to- totally. And and uh, another thing I noticed too, was I knew i actually asked because i didn't see cars leaving and i mean i'll, I'll admit it I'm, i'll be guilty i'll be like man we got kids at home let's leave before the encore so we can beat the traffic and get out and let's get home you know i've, I've done that at um plenty of shows and um i know you were able to do that of course if there was an emergency or if somebody needed to leave or anything, but i never saw anybody pulling out and leaving like people really stuck around and and you know i'm free, a long show and i really it seemed like everybody had a um a, a very positive and and fun experience, raging. So,
0: yeah, that's that's so. what I've heard. Everybody has yeah. been so so happy about it, and you know, following the rules and doing what they were supposed to. And that's Plus, good.
1: For the beer drinkers, there's a there's a perk because I know every time I go to a, a a big show here, it's like go get some beers, and you come back with, you know. Two two sixteen dollar beers each. <laughs> By the time you're done with the night, you've spent two hundred bucks on on you know twenty two ounce Coors Lights or Budweisers if you can get them. And uh, this is great. It's like bring a case of Budweiser for fifteen bucks and sit at your car and you can. I mean that that just that appeal to me seems really awesome. That I I would like to do it as a fan as well if it uh if it comes around. I've got some outdoor. Um, they're not drive-ins here. It's like safe parking here in Charleston. And then you get your zone and it's up to four people when you're 10 by 10 zone and it's like checkered um doom flamingo's doing a show i'm gonna announce another show with some friends and do that here in charleston so staying staying busy musically and then uh, we'll see what the fall winter has to provide for Humphreys. and then hopefully we'll see what happens in 2021 maybe we will be having a completely different conversation who knows
0: hopefully we are one about the venues that you guys are going to be hitting up. I'm hoping. Yeah.
1: <laughs> For real. For real.
0: So, how different was backstage?
1: <clears throat> um very different. It was just uh, you know, just the band and an an an, an empty crew. It was it was chill, you know. Just the band and crew it wasn't I think everybody was just super excited to know that we were going to try and pull this off safely. And make sure everybody had an enjoyable and, and positive, fun experience. So the vibes were good, you know, just cracking some cold ones, having some laughs, and then uh, getting back into it.
0: That's awesome. Was there anything that you couldn't do pre or post show that you normally enjoy doing that was maybe against the COVID rules?
1: Um I, I mean, down and not going anywhere. So there wasn't expectations of, uh, you know, nanigans um I'm old man now man I just want to get my sleep so you know I'm on the schedule on uh East Coast time I'm up at I usually get up at, at six but now with the with the homeschooling it's great I sleep until seven so now it's just like play shows just do it and and then get the hell out of the hotel as fast as possible and just be with the boys and uh, talk music Nice. yeah very nice. We did have our fantasy football draft as a band, so that was fun. Quite competitive group of, uh, of footballers. Some some you wouldn't think um, would have a good draft actually had a good draft, like Mr. Bayless. Not a huge football guy or a large football IQ, but he had a solid. Rest. Watch out for Bayless this year in the Umphreys uh, Fantasy Football League.
0: It's nice that you guys were still able to – to do that and and kind of have that fun that you were having before. and Yeah.
1: You can only have so many band Zoom calls. Which like, yo,
0: <laughs> For sure. Okay. Yeah. For sure. After a while, you just got to get together and be with your friends.
1: Fortunate. And, and again, um, not to go back to the music part uh, of the record part, but we, we really use our time wisely um, when we're together, like in the studio trying to get the drum takes and, and, uh, and I definitely try to nail the bass takes with the drums early so I don't have to worry about doing anything in post or um, spending more time on stuff. I, I like to have the uh, live both in the room, especially if there's any bleeding in the mics and everything, too. So um, through what we did up at Boondock and, and what we did in the past and what we've done uh, this last week, um, 2021 should have some you know, new music that, that I hope uh, people dig. Of course, and, and, <laughs> and of course, it's the whole spectrum too. You know, there's there's slow um, melodic, beautiful things, and and there's heavier rock things, and then there's things that are, just sound like Humphreys.
0: Awesome! I'm very excited to hear what you guys put together, and that's going to be exactly what we need next year. New yeah. Humphreys music,
1: for sure, for sure. <laughs> and then again, like I said, I hopefully when we start touring more regularly, we'll have a, uh, you know, like six to ten songs that we can be playing live that we're not just going to save for a record. Yeah. You know? I'm done with that. I'm like, let's do it. Let's play them. Let's get them out. You know, we mm-hmm. can write, we can write more songs for the record
0: after that. Let's just start yeah.
1: playing some, some more new music. Yeah. You know?
0: Well, and like you said, to let it kind of wander out mm-hmm. and go for a stroll and see,
1: what, it see what wants happens. to
0: come, become. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. And, and, I, and I love that the fans can, really be constructive in that part i mean sections where you're going to take chances and like look guys they're feeling this this we should jam out here this needs to be longer or if things don't feel right to us when we get back like you know that that transition back into the course there was it needs something it needs something else and then that can be part of the fan experience too for for the nerds that go back and listen for one two three four i'm kidding I, my, my friend kevin castles i'm saying that about him <laughs> people aren't privy to this. He's listening to every Humphrey's McGee show from in order, from day one, and I believe he might be in 2008 right now. So yes, I know he I, did I,
0: tell I, me I, about that. Yeah.
1: So I'll get the occasional text, being like, "Yo, November 19th, to check this out," and then you know I'll go back and, and give it a listen. I'll be like, "Oh, I was there. Yeah, nice." <laughs> and he, but he's one of those people. He's one of those people um, who knows, uh, you know. How songs have lost parts, why and then he asked those questions. He's like, Why did you cut out why did you cut out those sections? Be like, because they were garbage.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But those are interesting questions, though. And to be that into the evolution of a song, I I think it's awesome.
1: Yeah. Which is why I was saying it would be great to have six to ten new songs that aren't really finished and kind of let the crowd watch how they develop. Or how we end up changing them over time and seeing what's working in a live um fashion you know and it doesn't take us long i mean we could we could an hour and really you know trim the fat or 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 add a, a better flowing transition and, and and make the songs better but I, I just don't want to wait on them i want to start performing them um it's like the song nether or never you know it's one of my favorite songs one of the favorite songs i've, I've always wanted to do it out of um roctopus because the ending of *Octopus* is is uh, very very similar um, to the beginning of *Nether*. I was like, what? How? What a great one-two punch! Like we used to do tinkles Moshes. Um, You know, they're kind of written to be played back to back, and and um, that was. Uh, transition so on the boys on that one too but you know we gotta have the seven strings we gotta have all of our gear we gotta have all of our stuff for the rehearsal so th- those those will come out there I've, i have a few people uh DMing me and, and being like is this song ever gonna get played is this <laughs> it, it'll happen
0: i, I don't Not think last
1: time too right
0: i don't think it's you that we have to convince who who is it that we need to be asking about this because it's you a, never seem to effort. have an issue. <laughs> I don't have
1: an issue with it. It's it's a team effort. We got to get all six on board. We got to run it twice, and then it just smoke it, man. Light up and smoke it.
0: <laughs> We're waiting patiently. That's what I I said this about. Uh, it doesn't matter the other day about how that song is really only two years old. Maybe it's yeah. it's it's not very old, and the growth that that song has seen yeah just people
1: becoming more comfortable of what they want their section or what their section can stretch out to do you know it, it used to be a b a b jam and e a a is short b now it's now it's a b completely different a take it out there see what happens back to the b section and then e the, the or the or the part i say e because uh, it starts with an e note um that section is completely open and different every time which is, which is really cool. And it's, it's an interesting, is like, is it going to be a groove back? Is it going to be a build back? Is it, what's the, how we, is it not going to come back to the song? It's just got many options because like you said, it's had time to marinate and, and um, people just become much more comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm excited to hear what you guys are going to be playing in whatever capacity. Is there any, any idea of what you guys are going to be doing for the rest of the year as far as playing music together or not right I now? I mean, if,
1: if, if I said anything, it could change next week. And, and I have uh, I think in, in June, I just said to myself, I'm going to stop predicting. I'm going to stop. Uh, I'll mark things in calendars with a pencil because we were changing them and things were happening so fast. I mean, even going up the boondock and and that wasn't supposed to happen and it did happen. I, I just... Um, it's just too soon to know everything's like a day-by-day. Day. And, and just as a person in general for me, if I don't have to worry or think or, or dick, and I'm just worrying about today, I'm a much uh, less stressed person. <laughs> oh, yeah. So my hopes are, you know, that everybody stays safe, that we get to do um, more drive-ins or, or there's a vaccine or we get, we get to um, play more shows. I just don't know when or how or um, if that's going to happen.
0: And a side note, you were just mentioning about, you know, thinking about now I'm reading this book and it's called the power of now. And it talks about being in the present moment and not worrying about the future and the past and all this other stuff. And it's a fantastic read. I think you would, I think yeah. you like that. And it's, I'm,
1: a, it's, I'm a fan it, of now.
0: Yeah. It's all about that. And it's ever since I've started kind of implementing what I've been reading, it's definitely less stress when you're not yeah. all over the place. Just right now that's all you can really control too
1: yeah yeah that and uh and then you know the it's like the zen learning of just be happy with who you are and what you choose to do and take accountability for it and be a good person because if you're wasting time going through comments on social media or internet or anything that that can be um defeating and and a, a waste of of energy and time it's like fuck that just be, be just the best you can be and, and, um, it gives a shit what they think.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. I agree. hundred percent. Well, I no, guess that's I, a,
1: I, I did write a self-help book. Um, chapter one is drink more water than you think you should. Um, chapter two is, uh, get enough sleep. And then chapter three, the final chapter is a, uh, don't be a dick. That's my book. <laughs> I think those are my rules.
0: <laughs> I love, I would read that. That's, that's fantastic. <laughs>
1: audio version
0: (laughs) those are fantastic words to live by though
1: yeah not in print yet yet.
0: (laughs) maybe joel could write the the preface of it
1: yeah yeah, for sure absolutely (laughs)
0: all right well this has been fantastic i'll let you go and get to the The dad teacher thing yeah
1: Yeah. (laughs) luckily i'm not teaching i'm just uh you know i help out when i'm around here when i can and um, she's got it all under control, which is, which is great. It's good to see the two-year-old getting, uh, some discipline and, and then also just seeing her mimic the six and seven-year-olds because what a great way to learn, I think for a two-year-old to pick up on those, those skills and, um, you know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's how it is with my 5 year old He's, he's just picking up everything that we've been doing and it's amazing how much of a sponge they are. And,
1: oh my God. Yeah.
0: At least they're picking up the good things instead of when I swear and then my five-year-old yells it in the backyard for the entire neighborhood to hear it.
1: Yeah, I, I can relate. I can relate to that. Right.
0: You're like, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> That's my kid. Thanks. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. This is a lot of fun to catch up and
1: absolutely, right. absolutely. And thank hopefully, you. we'll have more. And I'll see you in uh, person.
0: So that's everything I have for this week of the show. Thank you again to Stasek for taking the time to chat and catch up and shoot the shit. It is always a pleasure to see you. There are a ton of links for things in the show notes. Anything that Stasek or I reference throughout the episode. Also where you can check out past episodes, book your own conversation with me, where you can find the brand new Dropped Among This Crowd Etsy store and a ton more. So make sure you check all of that out. Thank you again for joining me. I'll see you around these parts next week. Mad love.